0: Okay, Rabotai, it's Haftarah time, Erev Shabbat, that's the Menhag. We're in Parashat Yitro, Parashat Matan Torah. The Haftarah is a classic, well-known parasha. It's in uh, Yeshaya, Perek So, Machlok and and Ashkenazim, again, we end it short. They take it uh, a little longer, not surprising, Uh the haftarah of Yitro is reminiscent to the haftarah of Shavuot that we did already. Remember, if we did the haftarah of Shavuot, which also Matan Torah was yeah. Yehezkel, Maaseh Merkabah. There's two Maaseh Merkabahs, or there's two revelations. One is the revelation, that's to be today's haftarah, and then we have the Maaseh Merkabah, which uh, is ah. Yehezkel. Again, reason why the revelations of these great prophets are connected to Matan Torah is because when Bnei got the Sinai, it says the heavens opened up and they saw the Merkabah, they saw all of these, uh, you know, things with their own eyes. Uh, so therefore, we're learning over here uh, a connection uh, between them. Also, the Ba'ale Musar say that <laughs> So you get to see these things, you know. Torah has the Oraganos in it, and when you learn Torah, you get to see things that uh, are behind the scenes. Hence, uh, learn Torah, and maybe we'll be able to also benefit from these great revelations. Famous pisukim in these Pirashahs, we'll see now. Bishnatmot Hamelech So this is when Uzziyahu died. Of course, he didn't die, actually. He became a, leper, a leprosy. And we know Mitzorah Hashuv Kamet, So therefore, it says it was the year that he died. Um'id-eh, this is Yeshaya talking, et Adonai, Yosef al kiseh Ram so he saw the presence of Hashem on the kiseh kavod Ram Benisa. Veshulav mele Interestingly enough, although we saw the kiseh kavod in the heavens, it reached all the way down to the Bet Hamikdash, like it says hadom yeah. raglay. That it was almost like the footrest of the kiseh kavod was the uh, was the Bet Hamikdash, like as she points out. And in this revelation, he sees malachim, seraphim, omdim, Seraphim are a form of angels. There's ofanim. There's Kodesh, There's seraphim. All different levels of malachim. Uh, these malachim were standing next to the kiseh kavod. Shesh kenafayim, shesh kenafayim le-ehad. Each one of the malachim has six wings. B'shtayim yichasef Fanav, that's, they cover their face with two wings in order not to see the Shekhinah, That's kavod. Shtaim yichased aglav. That's mm-hmm. siniut. They cover their uh, their feet. Wow. And Hazal tell us also that the feet of the angels are like the feet of an egel. And therefore not to be mekatreg in front of the kiseh kavod to remind God of heta egel. So they cover their feet with the uh, two bottom uh, wings. And then they have the two middle that cover the body. And wow. those are the ones that they... They fly with. That's the Pasuk Vishulav Medimitaka, they filled the (coughs) Kasa, the people on Dimna Masha, okay, fine. Vekara ze Elze ve and the angels call out to each other, call to each other, and they say, Kadosh, 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 Hashem Sevaot, Melokola Ares Kevodo. Now, they ultimately are going to say the Kiddushah together. They don't want to say it alone because Hazrat Shalom, uh, they could uh, burn from the Kiddushah of praising God. So they ask permission, the Karazah El Amar, in order to do it in unison. That's probably where we get the custom before the Amidah, when we're saying the Kaddish and we say Yehesh Shemarabad, that's why they go like this. That's like the Malachim the Karazah El Amar, in order to get the shoot, in order to pray Ta Baruch Baruchu. Uh, together. Uh, what does Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh mean? Very important. Not holy. Uh, <laughs> not holy. Kadosh, the only way we'll understand it is from the Ubala Siyon. That's where we know the Targum of Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. And you really have to have this kabana any time you say it. The first Kadosh, we have a Sidur over here. We might as well read it from yeah. the Sidur. Yeah. From the Bet Knesset, we should have a Sidur. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Hashem Sevaot. Now we'll get to the umkabelen den min din the amri. That's the way the Targum explains the karaz elze ve'amar. We'll get to that in a second. But the kadosh is explained like this: mishmem That means Hashem has His presence in the upper worlds. Mishmem midomah, mishmem marom. Ilah Abed Shekintein, the place of his presence. The second kadosh, kadish al aray, Ovad geburte, where his deeds are on earth. So kadosh lemarla, kadosh lemeta, and the last one is kaddish lealam ul alme almayah. That's the duration of the kadosh. It's that's forever. Melochol ares kevodoh the whole earth is filled with zivya So again, kadosh lemala, kadosh lemata, vekadosh le'olam. Now, what does it mean when it says, ve'kara ze elze um den min den ve'amrin. They ask each other for uh, permission, so to speak. So, Ravpam Allah shalom in his sefer, he says that uh, the significance of these words is explained in Avot Rabi Natan, which notes that one Malach calls out to the other, you begin the praise of Hashem because you are greater than I. The other responds, no, you begin the praise because you are greater than I. So each one is praising each other, you have a greater level. This is very different from a human being whose desire for leadership and honor makes him feel that he's more worthy than his colleagues and thus deserves to be first in every initiative. Uh, It goes against the Teva. Again, Malachim don't have Teva, Adam, but the goal is to try to be like a Malach. And the Malachim, adraba. it's a greater Kiddushah for the Malachim to learn from the other Malachim and to give them the Kavod than to take the Kavod uh, themselves. Uh, only a Baal Midot will be able to give up something that could be his and allow it to be taken to somebody else. This is not limited to monetary gain. A Baal Midot will at times be required to give up Ruhaniyut, to assuage the feelings of another person or prevent them from being hurt emotionally. You Want to bring us the Aruch Shulhan, The famous Aruch Shulhan. He tells a story, uh, Aleph. Uh, we need Siman uh, uh, gima. There's a famous story that they tell on this uh, there was a, uh, a meeting uh, with the great uh, Tzaddikim. Uh, at the meeting, in attendance was Rev Itzel Petlberger. Itzel Petlberger was the Tamid Mufak of Rev Seher Salanta. And they were at the house of the Betelevi, who was Rosh Hashiva of uh, uh, Brisk, the Brisk dynasty. And all the Gedolim were there from all over Europe. So it was a tremendous, imagine all these Gedolim in one room. And of course, whenever they meet, by the way, the Torah comes out. And they're shooting the Devre Torah. So the Betel Levi gets up and says, Rav I'm asking you Bamba Kasha, a Bambakasha, a very strong question. And uh, he asked the question, and all the Hamim, a terrible thing to try to answer. And he says, "No, Now I'm going to tell you uh, uh, the answer that uh, that he came up with. And then after the Betel Levi gives the answer, the people went crazy. They were there. But an answer, they couldn't believe it. And then. Uh, he comes along and he gives an answer that his son, Rav Chaim Briska, gave. And they went crazy for that answer also. Anyway, that was the event. They had their meeting, they went home. The Briska Rav, was, uh, the Vita the Devi, was a little shocked that Itzel Petterberger didn't open his mouth in the whole meeting. He knew him to be a great scholar. He says, I don't understand. Uh, everybody was tumulting in the, in the sugya. He's supposed to be a gaon. He doesn't even... Uh, he said, You know what? Maybe, maybe let's see if he's a Gaon or not. He says, Bring me, it's a Pentebringer seph. he wrote a seph called Priyitzchak. He opens the seph and he sees that he has a whole teshuvah exactly on that item. And he presented both answers the answer of the B'Televi and of Chaim. And he didn't open his mouth. <laughs> so Rev Chaim says, the B'Televi said, Now nah, I see not only he's a Gadol, but Torah, but a Gadol, but Midot. It, it, to control yourself, normally what's the reaction? I wrote a whole about it, they're talking about the two answers, shab, I ain't chap, say it. <laughs> especially when all the hakamim are tumulting. The, you know what? Nah, let the, let, let the after, have to, so the, the, the great level is to give the kavod, what to give kavod to the Ba'tal Let him have the, otherwise you ruin it, you spoil it, he's asking a bomb question, you come along and say, Well ah, that question, an easy answer, I wrote about it, The next, so you take away the whole thunder of the inyan. So you see the great tzaddikim, uh, the greatness is that they're able to resist the temptation of the of natural nature. Uh, R- 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 Erlanger this week said in his uh, talk, it would not be well, that uh, that's the biggest hama'ah that a human being could ever experience to break his nature at a time when his nature is causing him, and you he go against your nature and do the, break the mido, he says, there is no pleasure more I- I- enjoyable than at that moment when you can go against your, your teva. So that's, that's the malachim. The malachim, even though, even though the malach comes along and says, hey, I'm a bigger malach than you. The malach comes along and says, you, you, you go first, you, you, you take a verse. They're giving up the, uh, that's a, a lesson that we know. Now we'll go back to Rav Zaychik in a second. Uh, there's a, aruka uh, shulhan uh, en siman nun gimal aruka shulhan en siman nun gimal en ot bet en dem not shas al pi ala ir okay you shouldn't uh, appoint a hazan you know, by force. I guess the committee wants to force Hazan on the people. Right? You know how to get up and pray if the doesn't want you. Uh, even if they see a couple of people don't want him, he shouldn't be the hazan. The kol mitzvah shu be'machloket ena mitzvah finished. That's the rule of the aruch. Kol mitzvah shi be'machloket ena mitzvah. They don't yitkotet to asot mitzvah she'enam mutelat alaf. Shere achilat <achtergrant> kadoshim be'vaday mitzvah <ugunayah> gedola. Eating korbanot is a big mitzvah. Why did the sinuim not eat from the lechem apanim or from the korbanot? Why? Because it was leading to fire. Whoever was grabbing, so they gave up. Ruch niyut. Why? Femidot. So you see that, uh, Even if you're eating korbanot, it's a big thing to eat korbanot. But the Sirmim Moshek. So therefore, you see what? Alze amar, it says, Nepasu kol hasham aruchotav ba'olam hazeh zohiv rabi You have to evaluate your way. That's called Mishkal Hasidut that the Mishrila Yishnam talks about. So God will come on and say, what do you mean? Eating korbanot? Yeah, but what does want? To push and to fight? the other guy have it. And the... Uh, the Baruch Shalom was known, uh, the yurt site that he had for his father, his mother, in Shaleh Sion. Wow. It was the same week that one of his students had yurt site also, and he would always tell the misaderim, give it to the other guy, the mashlim. You're the chief of the rabbi of the shul. Give it to the other guy. Uh, uh, even though he could call him his chips uh, as the chief rabbi. What did he hold? He held that the vitur was the biggest for his father than saying the Kaddish. Breaking your midot. Uh, uh, people only know that. You know, People want to be in the front. People want to be first. Uh, am I right? I'm better than you. The Malachim come along and say, you go first. Well, uh, That's a, a great uh, Musar. To break your your, your your tendency to want to always be the uh, the main the main guy. Rav Zaychik has a tremendous piece here. I want to get through the Haftarah first and then we'll go back to it. It's a brilliant piece of Musar. Let's just finish it over here. Anyway, in this prophecy, by Yanu, the Amotah is the walls of the Beit Hamikdash started to shake. Amot for many, many Amot. Mikol Kore from the angels when they were singing Kadosh, Kadosh, because the whole Beit Hamikdash was shaking. and part of the revelation there was all smoke in the Beit Hamikdash. Omar. So when Yeshayah saw this, he says, wow. I'm going to become a domem. I'm going to die." I mean, he thought that he wasn't worthy. To wow. see such a revelation. Why? He says, mm-hmm. I'm not to see the malachim like this. My mouth is uh, tame. Oh. And, betuch, I'm t- and I'm with a people, a nation. That's also tame. And I, now I'm seeing melech I don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, you see a great Musad over here. Wow. The great Tzadikim, after they reach a high plateau, their reaction is anaba. They don't come along and say, ah, uh, look what I saw, you see what I saw, <laughs> says, I don't deserve it, I'm going to die, I'm not ra'oi. Otherwise they play themselves down. only problem is over here, uh, the Yishaya, although he had a right to call himself, that he's Tameh Sefatayim, but he didn't have a right to talk about Klai Yisrael. He called Klai Yisrael Am Tameh Sefatayim, and the Hakim will tell you that you're not supposed to be Mekatreg, on Klai Israel, you have to be careful not to, you know, generalize in Klai Yisrael, that they're all whatever and they're all this. So right away it says he had to get punished. Wow. One of the Serafim jumped, flew towards me. Ritzpah is a coal. Wow. He took it with the tongues. and They to take the coal. He took it off the That she brings from Hazal that Ritzpah is otiyot nutrikun, Pe to break the mouth. Ritzpah, Ritzutzpah, to break the mouth of Yeshayah. V'yaga' alpi, he singed the mouth of Yeshayah with the, uh, with the coal. V'yomer, hine al ya'asifatecha. That's it. Now we made ha'galah in your mouth. V'sar, avonecha, v'hadatcha techupa. Avon is, uh, is gone, yet you made teshuvah. V'yishma' et kol Adonai, then he hears the voice of God from this prophecy. V'omar. It me Who is going to go and give musar to my to my nation? They have to know botai. This was a very very difficult time. like the prophet said, I'm to miss it for time. He wasn't lying. Obviously, it was a difficult time. Other prophets went, and the prophets got abused by B'nai Yisrael. Some of them got beaten up. Some of them got verbally abused. So now he hears the voice. Who wants to uh, take the uh, opportunity to? Give Musa to Bnei Yisrael, va'omar, ineni shelahayni. Unbelievable. Right away the prophet says, I am ready to serve. Ine, anuhi mukhan Umzuman. Which we know, Rabotai, is the way of the tzaddikim. The way of the tzaddikim is any time they're called upon uh, uh, to God for a mission, Avraham Abinu, by the Akedah, what's Avraham's reaction? Ineni. What does that mean? Anokhi, Mokhan, Umzuman, La'asot. Moshe Rabinu, Ineni, Yaakov Abinu, Ineni. That's the word of the tzaddik. And the Baalim Musa say that any time the community calls upon you, you have to imagine that's Hashem calling upon you, because nothing happens without uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, if the rabbi gets to say, we need volunteers for this project, right away. Who's going to be the one that says, or who's going to be the one that says, "Eh, let somebody else do it. You missed your call. HaFetz Chaim is known to say, he said to one of his students, why are you a Yisrael and I'm a Kohen? What makes me a Kohen? He said, because when we were at Sinai and Moshe Rabbeinu said, Mila la my tribe said, I'm in. And your tribe said, you're not in. Well, think about it. Because we heard the call, so we became the, the servants the service of God, which is a great musad, that any time there's a project to be done, be like the tzaddikim. The tzaddikim always respond in any and even though it's difficult, this, this was not an easy job, I signed up over, he's going to have to rebuke Klai Israel and his predecessors, like I said, did not have an easy time uh, in doing that. Fine. So now the Pasuk continues and says what? Pasuk lech Go tell the people the following rebuke. Shimu shamawa. You're hearing all these musar from the Nevi'im. be'al But you're not understanding it. You're seeing all the wonders that I do in the Al HaMikdash. It's not connecting with you. It's not, it's not speaking to you. Go tell them that their heart is stout. It's uh, stuffed with all fat, which means it doesn't penetrate. And the ears are heavy, which means they can't hear. And their eyes are filled with tar which means they can't see. Why? Because the Yetzirah is blinding them. Lest they see with their eyes the wonders of God, lest they hear with their ears the Yavid, if they start to understand, they'll make shuvah and they'll get healed, which means very simple. All the problems come from Averot. Once you make the shuvah, already we have the, if I remind you of the famous Gemara in Berachot, the story of Ravuna. Ravuna had 400 barrels of wine and they turned sour into vinegar. He went to his colleagues for advice and they told him, eh, you must be doing something wrong. You know, to, to Peshpesh. He said, what do you mean? I didn't do anything wrong. He said, listen, God doesn't punish without Avon and God is not suspicious. You're the one that's suspicious. Anyone anyway, he came along, he figured out, oh, uh, I, I didn't pay my workers. So t- didn't pay my workers? He tells the rabbis, you didn't pay the worker.'" He said, the worker stole half my business, pay the worker. He, t- he took a salary plus. The rabbi told him, one thing's got done to the other. another. You don't steal from a thief, you have to pay him a salary, you take up the bedin for the other things. Anyway, he paid the salary, and the Gebarah says, what? One of two answers. Either the wine that turned into vinegar turned back to wine, or price the price of vinegar went up. However you want to learn the two answers. Either do we rely on open miracles or not, but the point is, what do you see? Once the Avon was fixed, yes. all of the refuah is dependent on Teshuvah, that's when the Berachat Amidah. we have Hashivenu, and a few Peraquot later, after Hashivenu, what do we have? We have Teshuvah Shilema, and following Teshuvah Shilema, follows Rifuah Shilema. So the pasuk comes along and says, Va'omar, I told Hashem, Ad matai Adonai, until when are these people not going to listen? Until how long is it going to take for them to listen? Va'yomer, what did Hashem say? Ad asher im sha'u arim. Not until I desolate their cities. I'm going to have to make their cities barren. Me'en from residents, me'en Adam. And I'm going to have to make them homeless. I'm going to have to evacuate them from their homes. And the land is going to have to remain foul. They're not going to learn until, uh, like we say in English, you've got to learn the hard way. Hashem. God is going to distance Himself to Adam and send them far away into exile. Thereabba Azuba, and there's going to be great uh, 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 neglect. The land is going to look neglected. Azuba is going to be barren.. However, the pasuk comes along and says, "The Odba It says that this is not going to happen. God is patient. Not gonna happen this exile until ten more kings. The <speaking in Hebrew> Odba Who are the ten kings? Yotam, Ahaz, Skiyau, Menashe, Amon, Yoshiyau, Yeho'az, Yohachim, Yo Yachim, That's the tenth king. And what did the galut happen? in the time of Sitkiah? What do you see over here? That Hashem is patient. The Odba Hasiriyah. Not gonna happen until ten more kings. And then what? And only after that, the Shaba. They're going to exile, and the land is going to be destroyed. However, it's going to be chaelah vecha'alon. These are trees we mentioned in this week's stuff for you, if you remember. The oak tree. Remember, we're not making the Kurban out with the, uh, the wood of the oak or the wood of the limon. Right? So therefore, there's moisture inside of it. So it says, I'm going to destroy Israel and exile you, but it's going to be like the oak tree even though in the, in the fall what happens, the leaves come off, so it looks like it's not going to come back, but there's always moisture in it. The tree always regenerates itself. So it's going to be a galut, <laughs> but like a tree that regenerates itself. Beshalechet. <laughs> 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 Beshalechet <laughs> means when the leaves come off. However, what? Matsevit bam. Matzevet bam is going to still stand. Zerak, Kodesh, Matzavta, so to the Jewish people, that even though they're going to go into galut, they're not going to dry up. They're still going to have the life inside of them to come back, like it says in the Navi. God promises never to destroy. That's basically the story of the Haftarah. Now, Rav Zaitchik over here in a fantastic Musar, he comes along and he says, den min den ve-amri. That's the angels, right? So he has a midrash over here. What does it mean, kabelen den min den"? So we learned from Rapam Palm that each angel is telling the other one, Chavon, you're, you're bigger than me, you, you go first. Rav Zaych had a little different uh, uh, understanding. He said that what? He said like this. The angels understand that each angel has their own way of praising, which is unique. And therefore, each malach wants to receive the method from the other angel. Um, They want to be mekabel. Even though an angel knows how to praise Baruch Hashem, very good. Better than any hazan you ever met. However, um, they turn to the other, because they're saying, it's not about me. It's about serving Hashem. And if I could serve Hashem better, I'd rather hear a a tip or an idea from another malach in order to... That means amazing thing here, is the angels are not looking to stand out. They're not looking to be the guy. I don't know They're looking to humble themselves to the next one in order to give the praise to Kadosh Baruch Because that's, that's the Ritzon of Hashem. He writes, Melamed from the Yalkut, mechabdim ze edze like we saw from Rappam, like we saw, each one says, you're bigger than me. Uh, like we said. There's an unbelievable lesson here. The Rav over here goes on to talk, and, and, and wants to put it into practice. There's a tendency, especially when you're around people, that you want to be the one that stands out, that you want to steal the show, that you want to be the, you know, the guy, that. But unintentionally, it affects everybody else that uh, you take away the... The malachim are not interested. On in the contrary, the malachim are saying, uh, you, you be the guy. They want to do it together, which that's the way they praise God, together, so nobody nobody can say he's buried. Even though there must have been madrigot in the malachim, but the malachim are willing to stunt their own madriga to keep it in unison, not to... So he brings a lot of the ayot to this. One story brings from the Gemara and Sota. Amar Rabbi Abahu. Rabbi Abahu. Mereh Sha'avamina Ana. He said, I thought I reached the level of Anava. Kivan the Hazina, Rabbi in Ako. But when I saw Rabbi Abah from Ako, Amar the Amar Iyuhad Ta'ama. He was giving a Shiur. In those days they would say the Shiur in Lashona Kodesh. Uh, and then the Metergeim would say it over in Aramaic. So what happened? He said a pshat. The Mittergem said a different pshat. He interpreted it differently. So he says, the Amar Iyu had the Amar Amore, the interpreter, had ta'ama. Velok kapid Rabbi Abba. was not makpid. So Rav Zaychuk said, what was the case over here? Obviously, the Metergim said a good shot because it was a bad pshat, the Metergim told him what he's doing, you're corrupting the Torah, you can't, uh, he says, and maybe it was even a better shot than the Biabah. Now, normally the Metergim would say, hey, the Metergim, you're not, uh, I'm the Rosh Hashiva, you're coming. And what was the Biabah's reaction? Okay. It, clearly he's out of line, the Metergim. That's not the job of the Here the Metergim is looking to upstage the Rav. The greatness of the Rav was, he said, that's anava, that he wasn't, that he wasn't makpid. Uh, you see a similar case he brings, the famous case by the, by the, uh, by the Mizbeah, on the Hanukkah ten right? The 12 days they brought the korbanot. Mm-hmm. So the first day, the Nasi of Yehuda came, Nachshon ben Aminadab, he brought korbanot. Mm-hmm. The second day was, I think, Yissachar, he brings the exact korbanot of the first. That there's a tendency not in a in a bad way. This is Ruchniut. Obviously, the numbers that they chose for the korbanot, all these numbers the are significant. Each person has their own hasagot. Could have been the second nasi could have came along and change it, change it or up it. Okay. The greatness of the uh, the Sadiq the second and the third and the fourth was, even though they might have higher hasagot. But not, to, not to, to steal the show. Borillam doesn't want you to stand out. Borillam would rather everybody be be'ardut, and even though it's going to compromise even the, 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 the result of what, I do but it's a higher result. But again, the nature is that you want to show, eh, hey, look at me, they brought, I brought 10 quid I brought 11 quid, I'm the guy. even though you don't say it, but the actions, and it also, it, it dims what everybody else did. That's a a big uh, a big uh said on that relative Mitra that uh it's why Hashim al-Ad could he viewed it as a qurbani bur. The it should not be done on Shabbat. Oh, because it was brought like that. He was thinking about the sibur so it was considered qurbani. Fantastic. I love it. So he says like this. Oh, he, he brings it out yeah from this week's parashah. So uh vai vamocheh vekazik ne'am. Right, he calls the elders. They all said in unison, So he comes along and says, you have 600,000 people. Obviously you have different madrigot. You have different, you have different levels over here. Obviously there was some higher, some lower. So he comes along and says that the greatness was that when they accepted the Torah, they accepted it as, as equals. There was no... They didn't show rank. That's a, that's a hard madrigah. There's a famous story told with Kiva Eger Kiva Shalom when he was going uh, to his father-in-law the, to meet them. And it was big, all the gedolim were there. And again, same story. They're talking about their Torah and all that. And Rabbi Eger didn't say anything. Right. The farmer was mm-hmm. concerned. After he got him alone, the keymaker said, "Nah, I don't want to steal the... Uh... That, that's, it takes power. Yeah. Because Especially if you, if you don't have the goods, then it takes uh, no power. Keep be- yeah. quiet. Don't, don't show you his foolishness. But if you have the goods and you know exactly what they're talking about, and especially like Ravitz Opetenberg, you wrote about the sugya, and you know it's cold on the fingertips, and to resist, to give the other guy the... Let the other guy have to come on a little, let the other guy enjoy it. You don't have to have... Uh, nah." In this case, it's a Petterburger got caught because <laughs> the we found the book. But that means he must have done this a hundred times. <laughs> I, I can't remember who makes it that. The so he gets caught once, so you know what he is, and that's it. And now you know already his uh, his item. So, uh, um, in this week's shot also, it's an unbelievable Madrega. Let the other guy have the kavod. Let the other guy have the... Even though you're greater than the other guy. Give it to the other guy. What do you have to... See that in. He, so he says in this week's parasha, so it says, oh, Moshe Lekol right? Choteno. Moshe Rabbeinu gives, Yitro gives him advice about the Dayanim. How to set up the Dayanim. So it says in the Pasuk, Moshe Lekol he, he listened. amar. So the Ibn Ezra, we have Ibn Ezra, we have a we cannot get a lot of it. There's the Ibn Ezra that says, his beautiful. it's uh. let's see if we can find it. If you we have the reshoning in front of us, let's see. So the Pasok says Bayishma Moshikol Hoteno. Bayas call a shir as Ahmad. Comes Ibn Ezra. Roho. Vitaamba Yishma, his skeir at Sayitro. He mentioned it, it's yitro's advice. Velo iskir atsa to. But he deletes his uh edition because he aired to the advice. Shu or sifal atro. What was Moshe's addition? shotrim ala He put shotrim also, which Yitro never talked about. shotrim. He put a whole different system. shotrim Why didn't he mention it? I'm going to steal the show. Yitro's idea. Give me to Give it doesn't say that he did his. The guy can get up and moment and say, I heard something from Yitro. I innovated it. I innovated it, and now we're going to do it this way. Thank you, Yitro, for all your help. <laughs> that would have been nice too, but he didn't do that. The Pasuk says, Give me all the kavod to Yitro. Even though, well, Moshe, you innovate. well, people don't have to innovate. They'll figure it out, but the, the kavod goes to Yitro. That's again a great uh, self-control that even though you have, uh, uh, you know, there's a law that says uh, that the one. Is not allowed to be greater than the mevarich, mm-hmm. right? The guy says Baruch <laughs> The guy who answers Amen, same level. What's the shot? Because the guy wants to answer out loud. He, wants, I'm the guy. I'm, I'm the guy. You're both the guy. What do you mean? He can't because somebody answers <laughs> in a car. Yeah. You want to show as if you're, you're higher than the guy? Be equal to the guy. Whatever level he said the, Don't you have to stand out to show I'm praising God. Better than you. I answer louder than you. That's already. Abiyah Musar as well. And that's a lesson we say this every day. Kadosh, Kadosh. How many times? Four times a day. Four times a day we say Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. We say it in Yotzer. We say it in Nakdishat, We say it in Ubali Yisroh. We say it in Menha. So four times a day, it's in order to remind us that the Malachim that are much greater than us they're able to control themselves, they receive from each other, they give kavod to the next guy, they'd rather learn from the next guy, and give up their own ruchniyut, in order to do it uh, in unison. So that's a tremendous, uh, you, know what the less, you know what the connection between the, the Haftarada might be? That with Torah must come derech It's With Torah, Torah is tzirufah, it's the mitzaref tabiriyot, it's in order to, you know, to purify the people, in order to make them uh, better, uh, not only intellectuals but better ethical people as well. Amen.